Hello and welcome to the New Jersey Economic Development Authority's eConversations podcast. I'm Maggie Peters, Program Manager within the NJEDA's Small Business Services Unit, and I'm thrilled to guest host our September eConversations podcast. We're excited to be joined today by Dr. Dale Caldwell, Executive Director of Fairleigh Dickinson University's Rothman Institute of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, Andrea Kelleher, President and CEO of the marketing and PR agency Positive Solutions in Robbinsville, and Reggie Hallett, the co-owner of 1911 Smokehouse Barbecue. This week, September 13th through September 17th is Small Business Week, the perfect time to celebrate New Jersey's nearly 1 million small businesses. Small businesses are truly the backbone of New Jersey's communities. They provide so many opportunities, create jobs, drive economic growth, and help make our state a great place to live and work. Governor Murphy has made it a top priority to support communities and businesses that have been impacted by the unprecedented economic and health challenges that the COVID-19 pandemic has created. As the state's primary agency dedicated to driving sustainable, equitable economic growth, the NJEDA has led the state's economic response to COVID-19. To date, we are proud to say NJEDA has approved nearly 90,000 awards, totaling more than $600 million to support COVID-impacted businesses. In addition to our COVID programs, the NJEDA is also rolling out new programs and initiatives designed to support small businesses through their recovery. NJEDA's board recently approved the Main Street Recovery Finance Program, allocating $100 million to fund a suite of products that will consist of grants to small businesses, loans to micro-businesses, and resources to community-based lenders, also known as CDFIs, Community Development Financial Institutions, and MDIs, Minority Depository Institutions. The first two products that will launch are the Small Business Lease Grant and the Small Business Improvement Grant. The Small Business Lease Grant provides grant funding to offset a portion of lease payments for businesses leasing new or additional space. The Small Business Lease Grant will fund 20% of total annual lease payments after approval and then an additional 20% of annual lease payments to the business owner after 12 months. The Small Business Improvement Grant is a reimbursement to business owners for costs associated with making interior and exterior building improvements or purchasing or installing furniture fixtures and equipment. So stay tuned for more about these products uh, by subscribing uh, to our newsletter on our NJEDA homepage. And now I want to welcome each of our participants and thanks for joining us. Dr. Dale Caldwell is the director of FDU's Rothman Institute of Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Dr. Caldwell is leading the Institute's efforts to support, promote, and research family, veteran, and student entrepreneurship. He has over 20 years of experience as a management consultant and executive coach, and over 10 years of experience as senior executive in the public, private, and civic and not-for-profit sectors. Dale is also the creator of the Entrepreneur Zone program and the founder of the Dale Caldwell Foundation, BlackFriendsMeet.com, the Black Entrepreneurs Hall of Fame, the Black Executives Hall of Fame, the Black Investors Hall of Fame, and the Black Tennis Hall of Fame. Many of these were created to shine light on extraordinary individuals overlooked by the history books because of their race. Welcome, Dr. Caldwell. I'm honored to be here with such a great, uh, a great group. So thank you for having me. 
You're welcome. So you have an extremely impressive biography. Um, your extensive history as the executive director of FDU's Rothman Institute of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, a small business owner yourself, and an advocate for entrepreneurs of color. You bring a unique perspective to our conversation. Um, you also founded the Dale Caldwell Foundation to reduce poverty through education, employment, and entrepreneurship. Can you talk about that and the larger role you play in arming the small business owners and entrepreneurs with the tools that they need to succeed? Well, well, again, again, thank you for being here. And I, I, I start, I'm anxious to hear from our other wonderful panelists, but I start with my, my dad, um, who, who passed away about a year ago, actually September 4th of last year, new in March with Dr. King. One of my favorite pictures is a picture of my dad, Dr. King and Ralph Abernathy in Boston to integrate the Boston public schools. And my dad was in Selma and, and the March on Washington, but people forget that the March on Washington was for jobs and freedom. And so that jobs thing is the economic well-being of the community is so important. And so, so as I, I you know, got my MBA from, from Wharton and, and got into finance and consulting, I really found that entrepreneurship is the foundation of the economic turnaround of, of economically challenged communities, but really this country as a whole. And so in my role at the Rothman Institute, we are becoming almost evangelical about the importance of entrepreneurship not only to improving economically challenged communities, but improving the quality of life in New Jersey. And so we do programs like Veterans Launching Ventures, which we do uh, through Zoom in, in 25 states and three countries to help veterans develop their business plans. We have a family business program where we work a lot with family businesses. We're bringing on a small business development center where we're going to consult hands-on directly to businesses, especially in urban uh, communities, for free. And so I, I really am just very, very passionate about this. and and. I'll add the Entrepreneur Zone idea that I came up with was really to supplement the Opportunity Zone program. And, and Tim Sullivan, the amazing CEO of the NJEDA, loved the idea, worked with the governor. And we put it in legislation to develop a working group to develop Entrepreneur Zones. And we've targeted, Reggie, we've targeted Trenton as our, our number one, Trenton and Bridgeton. And the whole idea is to create an ecosystem. So we have tremendous entrepreneurs like you at 1911. And to really, you shouldn't be alone. It's a lonely job being a CEO. But to have complementary businesses in your area, in that ecosystem, and get them financed, provide training, train employees, which is, I know, one of your biggest challenges. How do you get the best employees? So this idea of entrepreneur zones is so important. And then one more thing that I'll say, and then, then we'll pass the ball, is I started a lot of those black historical organizations because entrepreneurship is very deep in, in, in history. So I we did that induction ceremony in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the Greenwood section of Tulsa, on the 100th anniversary of the race massacre uh, this year. And why is that important? Because Greenwood, during segregation, was the model of a successful entrepreneur zone. These were black businesses during segregation where they were so successful that seven of the families had their own planes. So entrepreneurship, if we as a country can invest in entrepreneurs like Reggie, we can actually transform this country in so many ways and solve a lot of the social problems. So that's that's my passion. And my nonprofit is really working on on trauma informed job training and placement. Thank you, Dr. Caldwell. I would now like to introduce Reggie Hallett, the co-owner of 1911 Smokehouse Barbecue in Trenton and an experienced executive chef with a demonstrated history of working in the food and beverages industry, displaying a variety of skills that range from catering and budgeting to food and beverage and event planning. 
1911 Smokehouse Barbecue was featured earlier this year in the Star Ledger as one of the best Black-owned restaurants in the state of New Jersey. Governor Murphy even commended 1911 during one of his daily COVID briefings for the way it was able to efficiently navigate the pandemic for the benefit of the business, its employees, and the Trenton community. Welcome, Reggie. Thank you. Reggie, nearly every industry was impacted by COVID-19, with the restaurant industry being among the hardest hit. 1911 Smokehouse not only survived, but is currently thriving. What's your secret? I believe the secret is um, never giving up and just rolling with the punches. New Jersey EDA helped out a lot by providing the sustain and serve. Um, with that, a lot of nonprofits chose us, um, the Rescue Mission, Mills on Wills, Soup Kitchen 411. Also, when you spoke about the governor speaking about us, um, we got another grant from you guys, EDA, that went to City of Trenton where we were able to do a discounted whole chicken meal. So, for instance, our whole chicken by itself was $13.50, and we were able to give a meal, which was a whole chicken, two pints of sides, four corn muffins for $15. We figured people needed to eat. So our secret, I think, is always being there for the community, and in turn, the community was there for us. There was organizations or people coming in buying gift cards just to give to nurses at the hospital. So I think that's all in return. People wanted us to survive. And most of all, our employees are from the Trenton area. So we try to, I consider that we are Trenton as a smokehouse. We try to do everything geared to Trenton. um, And we have support from all the other boroughs and municipalities around us as well. Wow. Thanks, Reggie. You were really able to pivot and fill the need. Thanks. I would now like to introduce Andrea Kelleher who launched Positive Solutions back in 2007 when she decided to turn her passion for results-driven communication and efficient project management into a certified women-owned firm that has served clients ranging from Fortune 500 companies to local not-for-profit organizations. She began her career doing agency work at mid-sized firms in both New Jersey and California. Andrea leads her team of seasoned professionals, helping their clients meet their marketing needs. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and I appreciate all of the other panelists I've had to share this afternoon. In addition to being a small business owner yourself, Positive Solutions was one of three businesses selected by the NJEDA to provide technical assistance through our e-commerce technical assistance program to help New Jersey restaurants, retail stores, and personal care businesses continue to operate safely during the COVID-19 pandemic. Through the program, you helped identify and implement the website and e-commerce capabilities. Your agency was also one of several that the NJEDA contracted with to help us spread the word about our Community Stage Relief Grant Program, which helps support venues, businesses, and sole proprietors that host, organize, promote, produce, or manage live events or performances by performing artists. Can you tell us about your experience being part of each of these programs and working with the EDA? So 
being able to be part of both of these NJEDA programs was certainly an honor. It was an honor to being selected and being chosen for the skills that we brought to the table, but it also showed that we were able to work with other agencies. We're able to share information with those other agencies, and we've been able to do sharing back and forth outside of the projects that we've done and have been able to help each other in ways and make introductions for individuals that we can't necessarily reach because of the pandemic still going on and not being out networking with people. So it's been twofold. Well, we've been able to give back to businesses here in New Jersey by being part of both of these programs. We've also been able to gain new friends and network with people that we would not necessarily right now have the opportunity to network with. Being part of both of these programs has allowed us to give back. We've always looked for ways to give back in the community where we live and work, but being able to give back to small businesses, knowing how hard they were hit and how much help was needed initially was something we were really looking to do by being picked to work on both of these programs. We've been able to help in two very different sectors, but to be able to help people survive and Sometimes it's just needing that person to be able to talk to you right now and understand the pain that you're going through is just as important as the help that the NJEDA is giving from the financial side. They have somebody else who understands what they're going through because we're a small business, too, and we're impacted by what happened at the beginning of the pandemic. Thanks, Andrea. So question for Reggie and Andrea. What state resources have you found most valuable? Reggie, why don't you start? I would say the Sustain and Serve. It really helped us get through this year, keep our employees employed. Without that, I don't think we would have made it, but we would have made it. That's <laughs> what we do. We're, we're not, we're not going anywhere. We love New Jersey and we're not leaving. So we would have figured it out of the way, but I think that was the main thing that helped us out a lot. And how about you, Andrea? The NJEDA has played a big role. They played a role in the ability to being able to get and apply for grants that have helped us all stay alive and gave us a little bit of hope at times where it didn't feel like there was hope. But it also gave us resources to being able to talk to program managers within the EDA to be able to network through and it gave us an opportunity to really learn more about each other and the services and programs that are out there and available. So you weren't just pigeonholed into your industry. You weren't just left there with something that you weren't sure how to be able to navigate to the next level. They really have helped in, the, in engaging and really giving direction and guidance and offering programs that maybe nobody had previously thought of that we're able to help and be able to market later on down the road because we understand a little bit more of the pain of what a small business goes through. Okay, so the next question is for everyone, but I'm going to start with Dr. Caldwell. What advice do you have for small business owners looking to grow their companies in New Jersey? One is planning is very, very important. And to really think that the challenge is you're doing the day-to-day, and Andrew and Reggie know, you know it's hard for you to really think beyond. And the other thing is to really have an informal board of advisors that you don't have to pay them. They don't have to own your company, but take them out. It'd be easy for Reggie. Take them out to give them a meal once a month <laughs> and, and to sit around. And you want somebody who's a lawyer and somebody who's a, you know, who has an MBA and someone who's a finance person and, and people you trust and really sound because I, I, the biggest mistake I see that folks make is they're insular, that they know what they know and they do things the way they've always done them. But as we know from this last year, things are changing like that. 
The world is curveballs are thrown to us every day. So really have a board of advisors so that you can think strategically about where you're going. So I have a whole bunch of other ideas, but that to me is job one. <laughs> Andrea, what advice do you have for small business owners looking to grow their companies in New Jersey? I think there's three things, and there are three things that I've tried very hard in the 14 years that I've had my business is to plan, to believe, and to surround myself with people who believe in me. Because when you have a bad day or you hit that roadblock or that speed bump, they are certainly there to help you re-see what can be done and reposition and pivot. And I don't think without those people over the last 18 months that I would be standing here today where I am believing and have grown more than I thought I would have grown in the last 18 months, both professionally, personally, and with my business. And Reggie, your take. Well, they, they covered a lot, but I'm just going to keep it bold and simple. Reach out to New Jersey EDA. Use all their resources. But just if you want to be in New Jersey, just go ahead and do it. Um, that's what we did. We just opened up. And like I said, we run with the punches. We just figure it out. But there's a lot of resources with New Jersey EDA that I think can help you out along your way. Okay, so I want to give our panelists the opportunity to shout out their websites and their social media handles so that we can get more information on their businesses. Dr. Caldwell, you want to start? Uh, yes, uh, a couple of things. So one, we have a YouTube channel, the Rothman Institute of Entrepreneurship on our YouTube channel. We've got 100 videos helping small businesses. You can email me directly at dcaldwell at fdu.edu. And our website that will take everywhere is, is familybusinessworld.com www.familybusinessworld.com. But thank you all and look forward to the hearing from you. Reggie, how about you? Our website is 1911bbq.com. You can find us on Facebook at 1911 Smokehouse BBQ and on Instagram at sh underscore 1911bbq.com. And the catering number, if you want our catering, we travel anywhere, we go everywhere. Is nine one seven five seven four three five two two. Thanks. Thanks, Reggie and Andrea. You can find us online at positive solutions team dot com or on Facebook at Positive Solutions. Well, thank you to all our panelists, Dr. Caldwell, Reggie Hallett, Andrea Kelleher. Thank you very much for joining our podcast. Well, honored Thanks. to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes. Honored to be here. Keep up the great work.